Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Welcome to Alpha Talk Tuesday. This is a weekly call to connect, empower, and inspire enlightened minds to pursue a life of greatness. So today's message title is going to be interesting. So it is wise as serpents, harmless as doves. So I'm going to be coming out of Matthew verse, I'm sorry, yeah, Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. But before we even get there, guys, I'm going to open us up in prayer. Father God, I just want to thank you for allowing us to be unified right now. Lord, I just ask that you will surrender us to your spirit so that we may be able to hear you, to be able to say what you are saying. Lord, I thank you for the peace which surpasses understanding for everyone under the sound of the voice right now. Father, I thank you for just granting them the wisdom, the insight, the revelation that they need to be able to walk in their calling, Father. I pray that they will have supernatural insight, vision, and that they will continue to press deeper and deeper into your love, into your wisdom, into your insight. And I thank you for allowing them to know you even more. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, thank you for joining Alpha Talk Tuesday. So as you know, this is episode three, and I have to fix this background. I know it says number one right now. I haven't been sharing the videos that much anyway, so it's, it don't even matter anyway. But yeah, I'm so excited, man. This is our third episode. This podcast, just so you know, is going out all over the world. We have it on Apple. We have it on Google, Spotify, Anchor, um, pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts, you'll be able to discover this podcast. So just look it up when you get a chance, guys, to listen to previous episodes. It's also on our website as well, thealphatalk.com. So like I said earlier, our theme scripture for today is going to be Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. And before I start, I'm going to give you a little bit more context on this conversation that is happening in the scripture. So Matthew chapter 10, this is Jesus actually sending out the apostles. So he's actually sending them out. And before he sends them out, it's like instructions that he's given them. And he's also preparing them for the backlash that they are going to receive being sent out. Now, I want you to think about this. Those of you who may uh, be disciples of Christ, those of you who are kind of trying to learn about it, you want to know more about it. I want you to understand something. There, the, the Lord gave instructions to his disciples. He didn't just send them out without any type of direction, mission. It was always some type of instruction that he sent them out. And he always prepared them for what was to come. Now, when you hear the scripture, Matthew 10, verse 16, the scripture says, behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be as wise as serpents and innocent as doves. So I want to explain something before I go on. The nature of sheep is actually something that I think anyone that is listening to this, you should really do some search on the nature of sheep and how they are. They're actually animals. They don't, they don't only really think too much for themselves. They're actually very meek, mild, mannered, gentle, kind of, um, just very, di- like, I guess the word I could say is docile, 
they're very docile and very impressionable by their shepherd. Now, the Lord is sending these types of people out, characterized as his sheep, basically meaning I'm sending you out. Like, you're going out. You're going to be meek. You're going to be mild-mannered. People are going to think that you're soft. They're going to think that you don't have a backbone. They're going to think that you don't have teeth to bite. And basically what I'm getting at is sheep are not aggressive animals. So the Lord is telling them that he is sending them out as sheep. So I'm sending you out as an animal that does not appear aggressive. But this is the next part. He says in the midst of wolves. So I'm sending you out in an area where it's going to be contrary to what I've been teaching you as far as the nature that I want you to have. I want you to have the nature of sheep, which are meek, mild-mannered, very responsive to their shepherd. Wolves, on the other hand, I didn't do a deep study on wolves as far as their nature, but wolves are very independent animals. They tend to have a leader known as an alpha wolf, and he usually is the one who kind of like leads the other wolves and stuff like that. But overall and all, wolves are very aggressive, greedy, rapacious animals. And the Lord is saying that I'm sending you out amidst them. So he's telling his disciples to be as wise as a serpent, but as innocent as doves. So I'm going to explain a few things here. I have to expose that there's not too much teaching on the wild variety in the body regarding how disciples of Christ are supposed to be as wise as serpents and as harmless as doves. It usually is kind of like this, kind of like this, the best way I could say it is like a double-minded strategy where it's, you don't want to be too hot and you don't want to be too cold. So it's almost like the world teaches you, or I'm sorry, not the world, the, a lot of the teachings are causing you to kind of like, you don't want to be too strong. You don't want to be too soft, but the Lord is telling them, he's saying to be as wise as a serpent. So what he's basically saying is you need to know what they know, be as wise as your enemy, understand how he, how he's looking at things, understand the information that he's taking in, but he's saying to be as innocent as doves, doves, our animals, they, they fly away. They're, they, they have to be protected. They can't even protect themselves. They don't have anything to protect themselves. So they just fly away. So the, the Lord is telling them to have the wisdom of the serpent, but the innocence of a dove. So we read that and we hear it, but in application and practicality, how do we apply the wisdom of the serpent and the innocence of a dove? So I will give you some insight today because there is a large misunderstanding regarding the character of Christ. And what I mean by that is this, the people that Jesus was sent to, he was sent to Israel. The people he was sent to did not discern their visitation. They did not discern their visitation. They were not able to pick up on the assignment of Christ because they were looking for him to be a certain type of way. They were looking for specific things, 
I'm going to read another scripture. Um, here it is. Let's see. Hold on one second. I want to pull this up. Because this is a very important scripture. And this is the reason why even now as believers, we have to be very careful that we are not too, um, we're not so wrapped up in the scriptures that we're not able to have the wisdom that we need to navigate through this world. And I'll explain what I mean in a second. So hold on one second. Let's see. Luke 19.44. I'm going to go to that right now. Luke 19.44. Okay. All right. So this is Luke 19.44. This is basically Jesus talking to the, he's basically telling the disciples, he's, he's weeping over Jerusalem. He's actually sad. So I'm going to start at verse 43, actually. So verse 43 says, for those days will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground, you and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. So what Jesus is basically saying is your enemy is coming after me. And because you didn't listen to my teachings, you didn't believe me. Like I said, he's talking about the Pharisees, Sadducees, and those other Jews that didn't believe. He's saying that because you didn't believe me, you did not pick up on the spirit of the father and what was happening. So because you didn't discern me, you're not following my teachings. You're still going by the Old Testament. You're still going by the law and everything, when your enemy comes, because you didn't follow the spirit, you were only going by the word. This is the reason why it's important to have the spirit and the word. You were not able to fight back. So Jesus is basically saying, like, I understand that you have been, you've been saved. (laughs) You've been saved for 20, 30, 40 years. But if you don't understand the spirit, if you're not able to understand the times and to respond to the times, to be able to know who's right in front of you, Jesus, to know who's right in front of you, you won't be able to fight back. And this is the reason why we, like Jesus said, we have to be as wise as a serpent. That means you have to understand what's going on in the world. Like, I I don't really, I'm going to be honest, I don't watch the news often. I do kind of have like news that come to my phone. I don't really watch the news and stuff though, but I do have um, Apple news on my phone and I do get updates. And, and of course on social media, there's all different types of updates that you get and, 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 and readings and stuff. But I do stay in tune with of the affairs of this world so that I can understand the time to be able to know what message needs to be preached, to know what is happening in the spirit. So we need to be as wise as serpents. We need to understand, because our enemy knows what's going on. He's the one putting out a lot of this propaganda. He understands a lot of the things that are happening behind the scenes. But uh, what's happening is a lot of believers are, um, they're not being responsive to the times. And what I mean by that is we need to understand these tools that the enemy is using. For example, we, we, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on Facebook. 
uh, and all these other platforms. And there's something known as an algorithm. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to explain this really quickly. There's something known as an algorithm on the social media platforms. Now, prior to the development of this algorithm, which I'll explain to you deeper in a second, when you saw a post, when you went on Facebook or Instagram, TikTok or whatever, you would see posts based on chronological order, meaning if someone posted something, that's what you would see. Like you would see whoever posted last from all of your followers. So for example, if you were following a thousand people and one of those 1000 people posted like a minute ago, when you go on your social media feed, that is what you will see the first post. So everything was kind of like in a chronological order. But now with the the algorithm, what has happened is the system has learned how you think, how you like, how you operate, how you watch. So what happens now is you don't see anything chronologically anymore. Now you see what the system has learned about you. And what I mean by that is this, the system knows that if you usually watch fight videos or if you're watching cute cat videos or uh, cars, hotels, vacations, if the system detects that these are the types of content that you watch most often, now this is what gets feeded to you more often. So now you're not seeing anything based on time. You're seeing it based on the uh, what the system has determined that you'll like. And it may be things that you not, like these may even be people that you don't even follow. So you may go on your feed and you're seeing content of people that you haven't followed. You don't know who these people are. So you're seeing what affirms you. You're not seeing what's going to change you. So I understand in these times, we as believers have to be aware of these systems and these things that are set up to keep people in bondage. So that basically means if a person is an atheist, right? Speaking in, I'm still talking about algorithms right now. If a person is an atheist or a person is more of like, let's say a Scientologist or a different religion, a Buddhist or whatever, on their social media, they're not going to see things about Christianity. They're not going to see things about Islam or whatever other religions are out there. They're only going to see things about Buddhism, um, whatever their system is, because the system has detected these are the types of content that you like to consume. So the system is affirming you now. Before, it used to be people that affirmed you. Now you have the system affirming you. And this is the reason why it's very dangerous that we have these types of systems now because I'm sharing all of this for a reason. I'm going to go back to what the Lord is talking about regarding be as, being as wise as serpents, but as harmless as doves. Okay, so understanding that now there's something known as an algorithm on social media, I understand that I, I have to be adjustable with how I connect with people. So I have to see how is content being shared. Like, I can't be so rigid in the way that I want to do things that are inflexible. So I have to be willing to learn their system so that I can submit my gift to God, my wisdom, whatever I learned, I submit that to God. 
he purifies and then sends me back out to minister to those same individuals through those same systems. So when God, for example, if God sends you to college, he sends you to learn about economics. Now the world has its own way of how they do economics. There's a system and it's successful in its in this world system. However, God, he is not really supportive of this knowledge, but he can use whatever he wants to advance his kingdom. So you go to school for economics, you get your degree and everything. And as let's say you're, you are a child of God, you are in the kingdom, you went to school, you want to glorify God with your education. What God does with your, your degree, your knowledge of economics, he sends you out into the marketplace or job or wherever else he sends you, he sends you as a light. Now, the language, the common denominator that you have with other people who may have a degree in economics or people in the workforce or whatever, is that you have this specialized knowledge. So you have this wisdom now on how much, how the economics work in this world. But what God wants is not for you to continue to be a part of that system where you are doing what everyone else is doing. What the Lord wants you to do is you use some of these tactics, you use some of these understandings, but you submit them to his will. You submit them to his purpose. So yeah, you have a degree in economics. You have this specialized knowledge. You went to school for chemistry. You went to school for bioengineering, whatever it is, you, you got a degree or certification in technology. What God wants you to do is to submit that knowledge, that insight to him so that he can use you as a tool to advance his kingdom in these various arenas. So this is how we are to be the light of the world, the light of Christ to the world, because just so you know, none of us have light in and of ourselves. Just want to let you know that. Just, just want to clarify. So we are supposed to be the light of Christ to the world and the salt of the earth. Now, a lot of people think of salt as only being something that provides taste. I want to share something with you because this is all in connection with being sent out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Understand that when the Lord sends you out as light and salt, he's sending you out to reveal his character and also to bring purity to wherever you're going. So what I mean by that is this, salt is is not only a taste, um, not only used for taste, it's also used as a preservative. And for those of you who knows know what a preservative is, it is a substance that's used to extend, to extend the life of whatever it's put in. So if you put salt, like there's a technology, well, I said technology, <laughs> there's a method known as curing where, meat curing where back in the day, before they had like refrigerators and all that stuff, they would put meat inside of a special room and they threw a whole bunch of salt on it because the salt would actually preserve the meat so that you could consume it later. So that's kind of like our, as children of God, when God placed his spirit in you, he sent you back out to be salt and light. 
So you bring the knowledge of him wherever you go, whether it be your workplace, your house, your job, your business, your school. He sends you out as light. So he's revealing his nature through you, but he's also using wherever you're going. He's using you as a, as a purifying agent. And what that looks like is this. You start going to your job and you start building relationships. Now, let's say there's a buddy of yours, a young lady or a young man that you connect with at your job most often and they work closely with you. You start having more conversations with you and you may not, this is the deepness, you may or may not even talk about God um, as far as the scriptures, but they see the way you are. They see your kindness. They see your gentleness. They see your joy. They see your smile. They see your resilience. And because they see these things in you, they attach themselves to you and you unknowingly are preserving them for, it could be 10 more years that they may get saved. We don't know. Like, let's say that person isn't saved at your job that God has connected you with. They may get saved in 30 days. They may get saved in 30 years, but God is using you as an agent, a purifying agent in that arena in that industry to preserve those people who are either called or being prepared to be called. So it's important. It's the reason why Jesus said, if salt loses its saltiness, basically it's useless. So it's important for you to, like he said, to be as innocent as doves. You are to be very careful about the things that you consume, the things that you watch, the things that you talk about. You have to be very cautious because these things go inside of your heart. Your heart has an, enter, an entrance and an exit. It's one door. It's the entrance and the exits. So whatever goes inside of you comes right back out of you eventually. And this is the reason why, like I said, it's important to watch the music that you listen to, watch the shows that you watch, the movies, you have to be very careful. Now, that's a whole different conversation as far as like entertainment and trying to discern when you can watch something, when you can't and all that, because like all of us have different callings and we have different graces to be able to sustain certain information without being contaminated. But what I will say is this, is you want to just be very cautious and very understanding of your gift and your grace, because you can actually be a stumbling block when you should be a cinder block. And what I mean by that is this, you can end up being a person that causes other people to stumble that, sh that you should be a platform for them to elevate. So children of God, like this is the reason why you have to stay pure. It's not about you. It's about who God is calling through you. He's using your life as a testimony to elevate and to draw closer those who are either called or being prepared to be called. So we must not reject the world system. We must understand it, learn about it. We grasp this knowledge. Like don't reject what you learned and, and feeling like, oh, you know, that was the enemy. You know, like understand that the enemy... <laughs> He has an expiration date. He has an expiration date as far as his rule. So your job is to understand how this system works. Understand how this system works 
but you are to not allow the system to influence you. As I was saying, we, 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 instead of rejecting the world knowledge, we take that and we allow God to purify that knowledge by allowing us to get into his presence. And we ask God, what do you want me to take? What do you want me to let go of? And we are supposed to surrender all of our gifts, talents, knowledge, and abilities to him. Because the enemy wants you to feel as though you're not going to be successful or going to be able to conquer him in this system. But the Lord has already conquered him. Evil has an expiration date. It cannot and will not continue forever. So you, child of God, you're not, you're preparing the world for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ as you focus on being a, an agent for the Lord and advancing his kingdom, the Lord uses you, your skill, your talents, your abilities to purify, to purify this world, to be an agent of preparation. So I encourage you, Charles, I encourage you, children. I encourage you, children. I encourage you, child of God. Be discerning of the times. Understand when the Lord is sending you help. Understand, discern the times. Like it's important for us to read the word, but we also have to spend time with God. Like you know that it's possible for a person literally just to spend, just to read the word and not actually spend time with the author. There's a lot of individuals who do that. And I may have even done that in the past where we would just read the word and that's good and that's great. But what you want to do is allow the word to get in you so that you can understand it and start to live it out. And you start to adopt certain principles and have a foundation for your philosophy. When I mean by philosophy, I'm talking about the way that you do things, the way that things you are, are done. And what I mean, like to give you a specific example of that is this. I, I just, I got cut off with the example with the basketball. I'll go back to the basketball. So I love basketball, right? I love to play basketball. So what I will do is if I want to be phenomenal, I'll download the masterclass app. I'll go to Steph Curry's, who is like one of the best at the game right now. I'll go to his training class and I'll watch how he, 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 he breaks down the mechanics of playing basketball. Some of the, the, the tangibles, which is how to bounce the ball, what else you should bounce with the ball, because he bounces like, I think like two basketballs and a tennis ball. He does that. And it's a way for him to increase his reaction time and also to improve his reflexes. There's a number of thing that he, things that he does to be sharp and to really be astute in his gift. So I'm going to watch him and I'm going to see how does he do this? Then what I do is, okay, I see what is for me and I allow the Lord to kind of like make me comfortable in how I'm wired to be able to apply some of those principles that I may have seen from Steph Curry, but kind of mix it with my own. So I'm not a replication of what I learned from. I'm a, I, I, I was influenced by the knowledge to be able to apply that to use it for God's glory. So that knowledge that I obtained was used for God's glory. It's not for my own glory. And that's the reason why we have to be very calculated and 
intentional about the things that we consume. So continuing on, like I said, this is Matthew 10, verse 16. He says, behold, I am sending you out of sheep in the midst of wolves. So be as wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their synagogues. And you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you to, who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will deliver brother over to death and the father his child and children will rise against parents and have them put to death and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. For truly, I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the son of man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they malign those of his household? So pausing right there, that was a mouthful. Jesus basically says to sum all of this stuff that I'm sending you out and they're going to be people who are going to come against you. They're going to attack you. They're going to lock you up make all types of accusations against you. They're going to put you before rulers and other influential people. Now, children of God, like I mentioned before, understanding that the Lord is telling you to be as wise as a serpent, but as harmless as a dove. The reason why you are to be aware of your surroundings, the times and seasons and stuff is because the more you're able to connect with people, vast groups of people, it makes you more effective in being used by the spirit because the spirit, mm, mm, mm. the spirit can use whoever he wants when he wants. So what the Lord is saying that you don't have to predetermine what you're going to say before you go out to these places. As far as when he's talking about them being persecuted and brought out before the governors and kings and so forth, he's basically telling them, that there's going to be an opportunity to talk about me. There's going to be an opportunity to talk about me. And you have to use your life as a witness to talk about me. And I will use your life as a witness to talk about me. That's what he's saying. And he's saying also family, friends, all the people that you think are 100% for you may end up turning you in. They may actually end up putting, um, being you, being the one to sentence you to death. You say you're going to be hated. Like, understand, right? Those of you who feel as though you can just be comfortable in your calling with Jesus and you're not going to be rejected, people won't talk about you, everyone will accept you. Understand that in reality, like, this is not how it is in the kingdom. This is not how it is in the kingdom. The Lord prepares, he says, if you're going to follow my ways and become like me, you're going to be rejected. You are going to be rejected. People will not accept you. 
And the reason why is because they didn't accept me. That's what he's saying. So what makes you think that because you follow him and you're doing what he's telling you, that everybody's going to be receptive to it? Child of God. It's not your job to be accepted by people. It's your job to be an example of Jesus. It's, an, it's your job to be an example of Jesus. Jesus wasn't looking for acceptance. He was looking for hearts. He was looking for those who would call on him, those who knew that they needed help. That's who he was looking for. He wasn't looking for people who... <laughs> Oh, man. He was looking for people who knew that they needed help and those who didn't need help. He wasn't he wasn't looking for them. But he was available to them whenever they would let go of their pride and decide that I need help. This is the reason why he said to the Pharisees. You ask about these people that I'm sitting with these sinners and tax collectors and so forth, you're asking about them, but they know that they need help. You don't, he, and he's saying to the Pharisees, like, you think you're well, you don't need a physician. You don't need me. You got your own righteousness. You don't need me. You don't, you don't need a savior. You need a savior, but you think you don't need a savior. You do need a savior. But he's basically saying like, those who are well have no need of a physician but they're not well. They're not well. They're well in their own mind because they think their righteousness, their own manufactured righteousness is enough to please God. But God is saying, nope. So anyway, he's saying that you are going to be rejected by people. You are going to be overlooked. You're going to be mistreated. But they did all that to him. They called him the prince of demons. Like, do you understand how disrespectful that is to call God, the one who spoke the heavens and earth into existence, to call him the prince of evil? Pretty much like he's saying you're the prince of evil. They they, they called him this. And these were the people who so-called had so much time in the word and, and, and the scriptures. But this is what happens when you spend so much time just in the word without spending time in the spirit. Because you become a slave of tradition practices and just what you read rather than actually having his spirit. And this is the reason why the Lord said that these people were wolves because they have a form of godliness, but they're denying the power. The power is the Holy spirit. So, and I'm almost done here actually already. This won't be a long message today. You are not being rejected when you stand for Christ. When you stand for Jesus, you are not the one being rejected. They are rejecting him. So this is the reason why it's important for you not to take it personal when people are not receptive to the message or to you. It's your job to live and to continue to gain wisdom, gain insight, learn, improve your communication skills, improve your networking skills improve these things continue to grow don't stay where you are but at the same time understand that no matter how awesome and amazing you are 
God is, he's, he's a million and oh, he's the only one that is completely undefeated. So if there are certain people who may not be receptive to what you're saying or what the spirit is saying through you, do not take their rejection of what came through your mouth as rejection of you. If you know, if you know that the Lord gave you instructions and you spent time and the word was tested through you and people reject it, understand that just because their face appears a certain way, like their face looks like they rejected it or their body language looks like, oh, they didn't receive it. Understand that we really battle not against flesh and blood. There may be people who seem like, oh, they didn't receive it. But then later they were in the house sitting down watching the football game and they were pondering what you said earlier. They probably would never tell you. You probably never find out until you go to heaven and Jesus shows you like, yo, that person that was fighting you and, 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 and constantly coming against you, you have like that person actually is saved because of you. But you would never know that because you were looking at their face and their behavior. You know, you like we have no idea of what impact obedience has until it's finished. So understand that you're going to be rejected, but improve and continue to improve, continue to improve in your communication. Continue to improve in your knowledge of how this world works. <clears throat> Continue to improve in your networking. Don't get so locked in to the way you grew up and the education that you have coming up that you reject what God is trying to show you in this time and season. You have to be aware, like I said, be as wise as a serpent, but as harmless as a dove. Understand how the system works. Understand how it works, but do not allow the system to influence you and you do not become a child of this system. You use this system, you, you use the knowledge that God allows you to get through from this system, you submit that to him and you allow him to use you as a tool, as a purifying agent for his people. So in closing, guys, I want to thank all of you for listening to this message today because I pray that you have more understanding on what he means by being as wise as a serpent, but as harmless as a dove. Understand that you should improve. You should improve. Don't reject the opportunity to learn. Don't reject the opportunity to grow, to network, to leverage your relationships. You submit this wisdom, these relationships, this knowledge, these resources, whatever you have, you submit that to God and allow him to use you as light and salt. The time is now, guys. Don't reject everything that you see as far as these tools that are being used. You want to learn about them because the more you can learn about some of these things that are being used against you, the more you can help those who are being subdued by it. I repeat that again. Learn about the tools that the enemy is using these social media platforms, understand, get some basic knowledge on it. I know it may seem cumbersome. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. Get some wisdom on and insight on how these systems work so you can understand and help those who are being subdued, subdued by it. A lot of our millennials are using TikTok. They're using Instagram. They're learning about these things. A lot of them, they're coming up and this is their world. 
So if you're a person who rejects learning about this stuff, it will it will just be certain people you just can't reach. So I encourage you, learn about this system, understand how it works so that you can submit that knowledge to God and bring glory to his name by being more effective. So with that being said, guys, I pray that you are blessed and that you remember that you are alpha. Hey guys, thank you for tuning into the podcast today. This is the Alpha Talk Tuesday podcast held every Tuesday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We look forward to you joining us next week. Have a wonderful day and remember that you are alpha.